Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. What's going on? I'm so tired. Is this a Patreon one? Mm, no, this is a free one. Okay. Um, we have to be on our best behavior. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I was going to say anything crazy to me, but I mean, I never, I don't say anything crazy ever, but um, I am so tired. Yeah. Yeah. I fucked up last night really bad what'd you do well i went out and i like had a couple of drinks or whatever which was fine and then on my way home i went to jack in the box and i got like a fried chicken sandwich and curly fries and churros and a diet coke at like 1 a.m oh that's tough and like you are look you look tortured well because i I'm in no position to judge anyone on their fast food choices because up until this week, I was, I was going to bi-weekly cluck and blaze. Yeah. Either a cluck and blaze or a Del Taco or a taco truck twice a week because I was doing tennis two nights a week. Yeah. And so I've had to completely cut myself off and make myself say, okay, I'm obviously going to be hungry after tennis and my tennis, it ends at eight. So I'm eating later than usual, Yeah. but I'm like, I, will only have leftovers whatever's in my house I can have but I'm not gonna get takeout after tennis yeah Yeah. so yeah for the past for the past week I've been good but but yeah like have something prepped that you're like okay like when I get home I'm eating this like I have a plan yeah yeah you need yeah you need a plan because if you if you go into the kitchen and there's nothing like that's when you go crazy and you're like really hungry after like working out that's when you do stupid stuff so like yesterday I had, um, well, Wednesday night I made this like New York times. It was like a weird, it's like spaghetti and cabbage with whole cumin seeds. It was like a very insane recipe. 
What is happening? I don't know. Everyone, every, all the food, food media has gone completely insane. But I, I've been honestly, food media lost me years ago when everything turned in sludge and slop. When, do you remember? I think it was the New York Times. It might have been Bon Appetit. One of those crazy things. They were like spoon eggs. It's mm. eggs that are so soft. They, you eat them with a spoon. And I was like, that's disgusting. That's like gross. I've been enough with you. Cause yeah, they would have those what? recipes. that are like, Oh, these are the world's best scrambled eggs. And it'd be like, takes two hours to make. And you, it takes you two hours, do it on the like lowest and you're stirring it constantly for two yeah, hours. It's like, you're making like a custard. Ugh. Like it's not scrambled eggs at that point. It's like a silky smooth, like soup. It's so sick. But yeah, this, this recipe, it actually tasted good. I do have to say it was, it was a little high on the carbs. Like you were supposed to do a whole, a whole pound of pasta for one head of cabbage. And I would have probably done like, should do like half a pound of pasta. But anyway, we have so much spaghetti. That's the point of my story is I've, I, instead of going to Del Taco after tennis last night, I just gorged myself on spaghetti and convinced myself that that was healthier. It, well, it probably is. I mean, at least yeah, no, did you use is. regular spaghetti or like whole wheat or banza or something? Not regular, but it was actually capellini. So it was thinner, but I don't think that makes a difference. I don't think that makes a difference shape, at all. Cause it's yeah. like a, cause like volume, it's like the, it's not the skinnier, but, the hey. pasta, the skinnier, the me. I mean, I've been eating a lot of like whole wheat and like chickpea pasta. Yeah, the bon- yeah, I need to like definitely. But the thing is, I also just well, we're we're gonna talk about this anyway. But mm. seed oils, I've gone off the deep end. I brought you. I want. Yeah. I just want the credit. Yeah, you you definitely lit the match for I me. Lit, yeah. And then after listening to last week's Red Scare, where they were talking about it, did they talk about it on last week's Red Scare? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I then, so I'm, I, I'm, I told myself I'm not going to go crazy, meaning I'm not going to like throw out everything in my house that has seed oils. I did get rid of like my vegetable oil, vegetable oil and, and bought some avocado oil, but like my vegan A's, I have a whole thing of vegan A's. I'm not going to like throw it away. I'm just, well, there's some where if you are getting like expeller pressed canola oil or something, it's like, I don't think that's that bad. Uh, I don't know. That's I, people I are also, saying that pe- many people are saying, <laughs> people are it saying. Is bad. here's what I want to know. And maybe you can tell me about this. I know one seed, such oil, one such seed oil mm. is sesame. And what about like a toasted sesame that you use, like finish something you can't. I feel, yeah. I feel like the sesame oil, because you're using it in such limited quantities, mm. you're not frying things in sesame oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like 90% of this stuff is, is basically like you you shouldn't eat like packaged junk food and fast food. That's where you're getting all the seed oils. Right. Like so last like, night, I think I ate like just like a pound of seed oil. Yeah. So wait, what was your Jack in the box order? It was like really bad. I feel really judged by you, Brian. No, no, no. Oh no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm not. I don't mean okay. to be judgmental. I, got, I just want to know because so, I, lo- I love Jack in the box deeply. And I never do this yeah like I really don't go to fast food and I also was trying to go to Taco Bell but I couldn't find it and but and then as soon as I left Jack in the Box I saw it but what I got it was like really extra extra maybe it's because I hadn't had it in a while but it tasted Mm. like extra disgusting it was this sandwich it was a new sandwich it's called the cluck sandwich Mm. (laughs) it's a deep fried chicken breast with like some type of sauce on it, like a mayonnaise yeah, yeah. red, like an orange sauce and pickles, and that's it. 
I think it's like a Chick-fil-A. So it's their, it's their new, their version. Cause everyone is switching up their chicken sandwiches. Every fast food place is switching. I guess so. I think their original, they were the first place actually that I would get the, their spicy chicken sandwich. They've had that on the menu for a really long time. And I've always been a big fan of it. Last night I got this cluck sandwich, (laughs) which is so embarrassing. And then I also got curly fries and I also got churros. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I, I can't leave Jack in the box without getting an order of their tacos too. I know I would consider getting it. I also, one time I, I don't know, they, they messed with their menu so much. Oh my God. Oh, look, but they have a whole allergen reference guide. That's the, the really, the infuriating thing about seed oils is that they are so unnecessary. Like, no, I'm sorry, but like, they should just completely outlaw them and make the fast food places fry in avocado oil or beef tallow or olive oil, whatever. Things will taste better. It'll be much more expensive. But if all we're using, if we just, if we make all the other ones illegal, would it be more expensive or would like, I don't know, the economy just naturally balance out or something? Yeah. Supply and demand. Macroeconomics. I, I mean, it's because of these stupid Midwestern soybean and corn farmers. Yeah. It's the Iowa caucuses. It's fucking Boone's yes. Edge, Tom Vilsack, Dip Gephardt, all right. these fucking clowns. That's right. And it's killing us. It's slowly killing us. But it's also like anything fat, like it is. a. I know that I bring up the whole 30 too much on this podcast, especially because I only did it once, but I'm just like still deeply obsessed with it. They're like, they have these like recipes on Instagram that I like obsessively watch, even though I like rarely make any of them. And they are starting to make everything like deep fried in avocado oil. And I just, I don't think anything fried in like a bunch of oil is ever good for you. No. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, I mean, it happens with vegans when it's like, I'm just eating French fries every day. Um, mm-hmm. The coconut oil craze. where that, everything- I'm so glad that's the best thing that ever happened to us as like a wellness curious group of people <laughs> is that the coconut oil thing passed because I think that was actually really bad for you. It's yeah. I really think it was, if we, I mean, it was going to kill a whole generation of, of wellness influencers <laughs> because like, okay, so there's a difference. And again, I'm not a scientist, but you have your omega three oils, which are obviously very good, but you mm-hmm. can only really get them from like fish and mm-hmm. then some, you know, chia seeds and, and some other like vegan supplements. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's your, um, your mono unsaturated, which are omega nines, which are like pretty good for you. And that's, what's in your olive oil, your, um, your avocado oil, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Then you have the horrible omega six, which is seed oils. Um, you know, canola canola oils full of them, soybean oil, all this stuff. And then you have, um, and then you have saturated fats. And that's the thing. That's the thing that I can't. That's the controversial part of it. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, saturated fats are the best for you, but like most vegans are like anti-saturated fat yeah most vegans are well except a lot of vegans are super into coconut oil because that's the only thing that's the only like solid fat they can use that is good for like baking or whatever yeah someone's banging around upstairs but doctors especially are anti-saturated fat and like if you and i do think for me especially like struggling with high cholesterol high triglyceroids i need Cause I could say, Oh, I'm not doing seed oils. So I'm just going to go to burgers. Never say die every day because they fry their, um, their French fries and beef tallow, but it's still not good. But I know that that's still not good for me. Yeah. 
I mean, I think like any extreme is not good for you. I think just like a lot of oil in general is just never going to be good for you. Yeah. But if you can cut out those fucking seed oils or cut, reduce them, I'm just working on reducing them. Obviously last night I got my sure. fill. That's fine. Today I'm doing something very disordered, which is a Starving juice cleanse, oh, juice cleanse. <laughs> which I love to do. And I know it's fucked up, but I do them like I do for like one day every once in a while. Just sneak one in yeah i mean i think that's totally fair uh just one like literally one day it's not like that bad that's not and bad I was especially after on doing one today anyway it's not like oh fuck i fucked up i have to do it i was like very seriously considering doing one today and then the jack-in-the-box just kind of sealed the deal yeah and if you have jack-in-the-box that late you, the next day you're not going to even be that hungry anyway so you'll be no because i mean i ate i mean i ate breakfast at 1 a.m it was jack-in-the-box yeah. and so now i'm just having juice uh Oh man, my juice place does a um a golden milk thing with chia seeds. Oh my god. So, that's another one where if you have that golden milk in the morning, you're not gonna eat for the rest of the day. Oh, so yeah, that's the other, and I guess I, I will talk about this later in the podcast, but like the other thing I because I uh my inflammation was so high, like and I think that really is because I've sort of ruled out, I haven't gotten tested again, but I've ruled out the fact that I probably don't have leukemia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really think it was, I just was eating so much fast food, um, and thinking yeah. that because I was exercising a lot more that I was balancing it out, which is the classic mistake I've made my entire life. Yeah. You cannot run your fork. No. And I um, say it all the time and it's a total cliche, but it's so true. It's true. Yeah. But I went, I went back on like a strict turmeric supplement diet. So I'm, I'm taking like three big chunky turmeric pills every morning that has yeah. like the cucumin and the black pepper yeah. or whatever yeah so I'm hoping that's what I just took oh yeah as a shot that stuff's good yeah oh but yeah jack in the box I also think jack in the box has the greatest selection of breakfast sandwiches in the morning oh, God. underrated you know what I think is underrated and this is like really embarrassing Wendy's for breakfast oh the new Wendy's breakfast is they have this chicken's fucking sandwich that's so good for breakfast the one on the know. biscuit yeah yeah i and i love a chicken on a biscuit oh my god do they have a wendy's by you in sherman oaks no i like wendy's is like few and far between in la yeah. brian is like a big wendy's head i think from when he lived in louisiana i think it's like more common there than here yeah like it's like we have them here but it's not the same it's they're much like, i know yeah. they're definitely much more common on the east coast and probably in the south too yeah but i never um, yeah yeah there's i never like drive by a wendy's so i, I never i never go to one I never go to one either. Well, we used to sometimes go, there was like, used to be one on Western, like near our old apartment kind of that we used oh, to Oh, but that closed. I think it did. But I, I like, I mean, I never eat it anymore. Like I don't eat fast food anymore except for last night. <laughs> but there's I, like, a, there's a yeah. Wendy's um, right next to the Motel 6 in Palm Desert where I stayed when I watched tennis at Indian Wells and I'm going to go back there again. So I, I might have to do a Wendy's breakfast. Um, oh yeah. You drive home. Yeah. Once in a while. Once in a while. Pop a bunch of turmeric after and do a juice cleanse. Right? <laughs> yeah. so, what, every once in a while, my God, it's like, you've got to live your life, you know? But I do think this, there is something to the seed. Cause we, we've gone through, we've said, Oh, no animal fats people are still fucking getting fat. No trans fats, people are still getting fucking fat. No corn syrup, people are still getting fucking fat. Like we've gone through every possible permutation of why 
Americans are disgusting. And I think we might have finally gotten to the Well, root I think I also think it's like kind of dumb to like pin it all on one ingredient yeah. when it's like it's the amount of calories. Like obviously something that has that's like completely made out of fat and oil is a high calorie food. And if you eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 15 years, you're gonna get fat. Like that's why it's how ha- it's like I don't think I you can't just like keep like swapping out. Like I do think that the seed oils, I think the seed oils have like other health issues besides just obesity. Like I think obesity is one. I think it, I don't know what oh, it it's does. Inf- it's inflammation. Yeah. Like and I think can- that, carcinogen. I think it's cancer causing too. Yeah. I think so too. Totally. But like, I think if it's the obesity thing, I think it's just like, yeah, anything you're eating in high qualities will cause it. And it's just like really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say quality? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's low quality. Low quality, high high quantity. quantity. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Uh, like, you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it is. I mean, that is the, that is the way is, is, um, is just trying to not eat way more calories than you are burning. And that's how you maintain your weight. Right. And that's like what bodybuilders do. Like when they're like trying to bulk up, they're like, oh, I need to eat like 3000 calories every day. Yeah. Yeah but we don't need to all be bodybuilders. So here's my question for you and for our, our listeners. If you guys are on the anti-seed oil train, what are the, um, cause I found a couple of like fun packaged snacks that I, that I like, but like, I want, I want a good energy bar. You can't have a kind bar is filled with fucking soybean oil. Like I guess RX bars are like just egg RX and shit. bars, Lara bars. Oh, Lara bars. Those are yeah. The healthy bars to get. Maybe I'll do Lara bars. Cause I want one for, I want like a high carb one for when I play tennis and just get that quick energy. And so mm. RX bars are not that good for that. So maybe I'll do some Lara bars. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. Um, it's like one of the, I mean, once again, like I do, I don't, I don't think whole 30 has like a seed oil, a stance on seed oil necessarily. No, I, I think they do. They, you can't have vegetable oil. You can't have corn or soy, but I think you can have vegetable oil. Oh, you can. Um, cause I don't, yeah, but I do always use their like product, like the, the products they endorse are usually like really clean. And I like always yeah. like look for that. And, like, I, whatever just need to go, like, I need to go to Erewhon and just like scour the shelves and, and figure out yeah to do. just like take out a loan from the bank go to air one yeah. buy some protein bars and go home. <laughs> then not pay my rent and yeah be... but you'll you can like live in your protein bar wrappers yeah and there's a wonderful homeless camp right down the block for me i can try to <laughs> i can get on the wait yeah, list go right <laughs> perfect you got it all figured out uh but you know what else trader joe's they need to get you know how insane the demand would be if Trader Joe's had a whole non-seed oil snack line. Like, I mean, I think that's coming because we're all so afraid of it. I don't, not necessarily from Trader Joe's, but someone is going to come up with it. Like seed oil free. Like we're going to start seeing no seed oils on packages and stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, because already the upscale, the upscale, like Siete and like all these upscale brands that you get at, you know, Erewhon or Whole Foods or whatever. I love Siete. They're great. But like, I want a big bag of tortilla chips for one ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> that don't have seed oils. Is and that too much Siete to ask? And the Siete ones are like, 
also made of like cassava flour. Yeah. Oh, the sketchy. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that, that was my, my two non-seed oil snacks I got this week were the nacho cheese flavored siete's cassava flour, avocado oil. And then have you heard of Dang? Yeah. Those shits are, yeah. They're like, are um, they good? They're they're made of rice. It's like little rice cakes, but they're fried in palm fruit oil, not palm kernel oil. So they taste like, like somewhere between a a rice cake and like a traditional chip. Oh, and they're just sort of coconut. Yeah, they have coconut. It's the same brand they do because it's all Thai inspired Mm. snacks. So I think they Mm. have like a whole line of coconut chips. And then these ones are, it's made out of like sticky rice and watermelon juice Mm. and palm Mm. fruit oil. And it's supposed, supposedly based on a Bangkok street food snack. Oh, that sounds so good. Honestly, coconut, sticky rice and mango is the most underrated dessert in the world. I fucking, I used to love to get that shit when I lived in Thai town. Yeah. Like we had this like Thai dessert store that was that's right next oh, door yeah. to Thai patio and yeah. I used to just like go and you could get like just like like a carton of it and like eat it while I walked home it was very good that shit is really good mm. I know now I'm never in Thai town ever now that UCB closed and you moved yeah I used to I used to be there like twice a week at least for, yeah I know it used um, to make sense for me to live there and no. then Thai and Thai patio the Thai patio will never close UCB closed and then it was just me and Thai patio and now it's just a patio. And, it was just I'll go, I'll patio. Go back. and the dessert place and that new restaurant that got on the LA Times 100 best restaurants. Oh, the yeah. Northern Thai is, Club. Where is it? It's in the same like where um, where Potward, you know, like the the strip mall, not right next to UCB, on but the one next sunset. to it. Yeah, yeah. On Sunset. Yeah. And it's um, it's like a cafeteria style. They have like oh, really? soy. Yeah, and it looked. I, I remember it opened and it looked good, and I never went to it. But then now it's on the fucking list, so now it's. I don't think it's hard to get into because it's like a little takeout place. But I want to. I want to drive over there and try out some of the stuff. Yeah, me too. It's been too. I haven't had good Thai food yeah. in a long time. I mean, the Valley has really bad restaurants, but it's just I like going to them. Sure, <laughs> they're just like fun to go to. Yeah. But it's like you, Lisa Rinna, Jerry O'Connell, yeah, all the, the all the Valley celebs. Yeah, the Valley celebs, but. The f- I do like miss like good food at restaurants. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad food. No, it's and you got go. You still have really great. I mean, the the valley has like great Indian food, um, yeah. great Middle Eastern food, uh, great Middle Eastern food, and great sushi. I need to go next time I'm in your neck of the woods. There's a an Indonesian restaurant in Tarzana that's supposed mm. to be amazing. Yeah, is that yeah. And there's a Sri Lankan one up there too that I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to go to these ones. Yeah, I mean, we have our hidden yeah. jumps here in the valley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other news? I'm you glad that. Jen Gunter, oh. Oh, d- what happened with Jen? Jen Gunter had a like especially disgusting tweet this morning. Oh, she also she also wrote a <laughs> she reported <laughs> she reported Doctor Oz to the state medical board. <laughs> And she like wrote an open letter about it, which I read and was like horrified by. And, um, but she didn't post her complaint, which I think is suspicious. She posted the response that she got, which was like a form letter, like, thank you for reporting Dr. Oz or whatever. But like, she didn't post what she wrote to them, huh? which I find extremely suspicious. She's a sketchy lady. Isn't she? Yeah. What? Wait, what else? Did I, the last thing I, oh, she, oh, she said, 
she did one post yesterday that was like, oh, aren't like, isn't like wearing masks is so great because I'm never like heckled on the street by men telling me to smile anymore. That never happened in the first And I'm like, that's never happened because if anyone saw you smile, they would know you have the most ghastly smile known to earth. And like no man would ever want you to smile more. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Or they would do it once and then they would, they would, clock it be like oh don't ask that no one one. nobody cares what she does and like that's her main problem in life yeah so she someone found there's like a bullshit wellness company that's making these like i mean admittedly stupid products called yoni melts which is like Mm. a thing you put in your vagina to make it taste like mango blueberry strawberry pineapple peaches and more yeah which is. is which is bad like that stuff is always bad for like reasons I don't need to get into. You understand, like you've, we've all done the women's empowerment thing and whatever. Sure. Okay. So they were like, Oh, like alert Jen Gunter. And she said, if your partner, Oh God, I just, Oh God. She tweeted. I can't believe you didn't see this, Brian. Wait, now I, now that you're saying, I do think I saw it. I think I blocked you it blocked out of my it. mind. Yeah. That if your partner does not think of your own natural vagina as candy, then you have the wrong partner. Just saying. And then did, she got did Gunter adjacent way in. Yeah. Oh Jesus. I did not see this. And he says, I like fruit. <laughs> I like chocolate too, but I don't want my fruit. Okay. Now tell me what this means. Cause I don't think I understand, but I don't want my fruit to taste like chocolate. What? what? If I did, then I would just eat chocolate. Your partner wants your vagina. If your partner wants your vagina to taste like fruit, Tell them they can just eat fruit. Okay. So it's like, I like, yeah. So it's like, I don't want my, but then why not? Cause you're saying fruit and chocolate as an analogy for fruit and vagina. And it's like, yeah, if like, you're I doing an analogy, you need to have two separate, you can't do like one of the same example. Like then that doesn't make sense. It didn't make any sense. And then like, I thought when he says, I like my chocolate too, I was like, does that mean he likes to like eat ass? ass? That's what I thought it meant too. I was like, what are you, ta- what are you saying here? <laughs> but this like, is getting I, to, and keep in mind everyone that this person doesn't exist. Also, he's, yeah. <laughs> that this the is Jen Gunter's the most important. Gabriel uh, malignant back of her head is adjacent so yeah. Jen Gunter has experienced a Gabriel symptoms right now there's no like yeah there is no there is no Dr. Jen adjacent no I Ugh. mean there's a Twitter account called Dr. Jen adjacent I mean have you sorry I don't want to sex shame anyone but like mm. you have like two teenage sons that could see this shit mm. how embarrassing it's oh unbecoming God. humiliating I mean, what if your mom was tweeting about that? I know. Well, that's like, um, I do think it's sort of cute. Like Seth Rogen's mom will like tweet about like sex and then Seth Rogen will sort of jokingly be like. <laughs> Jews are different. It's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jews are like a libidinal people. I have become completely sexually obsessed with Seth, with Seth Rogen lately. Oh my God, me too. What? Are you watching me Pam too. and Tommy? No, I became sexually obsessed with him when he posted that video of his weed tray that he made. Oh, I need to watch Like, that. it was like over Christmas and he like made this stupid, he's got this brand for like, I don't like it. I think it's called Houseplant and it's like oh, yeah. his weed paraphernalia. 
and everything costs like a bajillion dollars. Like it's like a $500 like thing. And I don't even smoke weed. I'm like, I would have no use for it. And I don't want it. And I like, I don't want like weird, like hippie, like Potter. Like, I don't want any of it, but I just appreciate that he's out there doing it. And I was like, Seth Rogen is hot. He, I mean, I thought he was hot for a long ever since james franco leaked those like his like erotic drawings of seth rogan okay i'm not familiar with you. there was a time during the height of like franco rogan bromance that yeah. james franco i guess did these like line drawings of seth rogan like splayed out nude in like erotic poses okay I and i thought that i thought they were very hot but anyway now yeah. seth rogan his character on so we have pam and tommy who are both traditionally extremely sexy people. Right, traditionally, yes. But in my adult brain, mm. I'm not looking at Pam. I'm not looking at Tommy. Mm. Oh, I'm looking at Seth Rogen. I mean... As the pathetic, like, electrician, former porn star who his specialty was anal because he had a small dick. Oh, my God. But he's playing a character. He's playing... I, mean, he's, he's so, oh. I feel like Seth Rogen seems like he doesn't have that. I no, mean, I mean, I don't that, care one way or the other. talk about that. Smoke. I shouldn't have said it. It's a man's body that I should respect. Yeah, and, like, whatever. I'm dick agnostic. Seth okay. Rogen is hot no matter if he's, you know, packing 10 inches or he's packing 3 inches. Beautiful. He's still hot. Beautifully said. But he has, like, this, like, 90s mullet, and he has, like, those, like, rolled-up denim shorts and he's just sort of like a little pathetic. It's just the hottest thing you could ever imagine. I know. He's, he's really like aged into his yeah. looks. I think that I'm like Seth Rogen. Like, I think my hottest years are like ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think I was meant to be a mature woman. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's where my, that's like where my ultimate beauty will lie. Like a European movie star. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're Juliette Binoche. You're Isabelle Huppert. You're Catherine mm -hmm. Deneuve. You're Seth Rogen. Or Seth Rogen. I think I'm like meant to be like a middle aged MILF. Yeah. No, maybe I am too. Yeah. I realize it's so funny. The people that I just like met recently through playing tennis only know mm -hmm. me as having a mustache. Yeah. And like, because there's a lot of Brian's. Obviously, there's a lot of Brian's in the world, but like mm -hmm. when we have to, you know, text each other like, oh, can we play this day, this day, this day? Um, someone was like, oh yeah, can you tell me what your last name is? So I just don't have you in my phone as mustache Brian. Mustache Brian. And I'm oh like, oh, I guess I'm that's cool Brian. that you're like a must. I think your mustache really suits you. Yeah. I never, it's taken me a long time to come to this conclusion, but um, it's cool. Yeah. And also I, I think cool. I, I mean, I started growing facial hair at like a normal age, I think, but I mm -hmm. think, I feel like mush mustaches do just get it's not just like oh you go through puberty and you grow a mustache I feel like mustaches are it's a slow steady climb to mustache fullness well if you have a mustache when you're like in your 20s then that's like kind of embarrassed it's like posery and stupid and it's yeah. like you're just like doing it for attention but if you're like a if you're like a full man like yeah, you were full... about to say middle-aged and then no I wasn't yourself. I wasn't about to say middle-aged I wasn't Brian I just mean like if you are an like a you're an adult yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. adults we're adults <laughs> I mean, I'm an adult yeah. with a mustache like that's who should have the mustache yeah exactly it exactly. means it's like a such a sign of masculinity that when like young guys in their early twenties it just seems like they're like posturing that's yeah all a little like skinny skinny Bushwick twinks growing mustaches it's like come on give me I'm a break. Into. but if it's me if it's Seth Rogen those are the guys with mustaches oh, that I want to yeah. see. 
anyway, watch Pam and Tommy and tell I me, honestly, tell me yeah. that who you're most attracted to. And it's not going to be Pam or Tommy. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to try because everybody's loving it. I was sort of like opposed to watching it. It's fun. I mean, it's sort of like, it reminds me of a Ryan Murphy American crime story. Like it's, it's That's why I, I, was yeah. like, who, I don't need this like nostalgia no. yeah, anymore. I'm tired of it. It's like, are we going to seriously go through every single fucking thing? And it's also, it's like taking away from like where this belongs, which is lifetime. Like just do the Pam and the, and Tommy story. They're they're They are just like, I mean, you're absolutely right. They are just lifetime movies on a different network with slightly bigger stars. Uh, This, this is the guy that did I, Tanya. So this is, he's, I mean, it's very similar to I, Tanya. And then there's the argument, which I don't really agree with, is that like Pam wasn't consulted on this. So this is exploitative and you're, you know, you're doing the same thing that was done to her to begin with. And I just, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just maybe like more of a artist, artistic free speech absolutist, but I'm like, if you're, are we supposed to get permission from every celebrity if we're going to write stuff about them? Like they're public figures. I just, I just don't think that, I don't know. Oh yeah. And it was like a huge cultural moment. And like, unfortunately, like that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I it's don't... like, I think you have a right to like tell a story about something that happened. Right. Yeah. And like Pam- Pamela Anderson has a right to be pissed off. Yeah, obviously yeah. she doesn't have to watch it. She couldn't even be like, yeah, super pissed off about it. But I also don't think that artists should be prevented from like writing about true things no I think that's what it's honestly helpful like i'm i'm sorry but the monica Lewinsky one i really don't think that that benefited the story that she was like a producer on the show yeah you know i mean yeah and i mean the um the anna nicole smith one which was made by mary heron yeah and that was a lifetime movie i think was fucking great the greatest lifetime i mean artiste mary heron yeah, did a lifetime movie, which says like a brilliant filmmaker. Yeah. yeah, did you see her? Man- her Manson one was really good too. I haven't seen her Manson one. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, I've got to watch that. Anyway, where was what were we talking about? I don't know how we got into. I don't this, fucking this. know why we're talking. About, oh, something about Seth Rogen being Seth, hot. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh. Nothing else really going on. I'm just glad that Reese Witherspoon is taking the brunt of this NFT backlash rather than Gwyneth. I'm surprised because it seems like the kind of thing they would like really rake Gwyneth over the coals for. Yeah, but I think because Reese is like literally like Hello Sunshine bought the like the rights to develop the M- NFTs into like TV shows. So I think what? No, okay, that I didn't know that. That's yeah. disgusting. That because really she's disgusting. CIA. It's all the C- It's like a CIA cabal. Oh my God. Do you think that's why they fired us? Because <laughs> yeah, we weren't we weren't gung ho enough for the NFTs. That's the reason, Aggie. Yeah, that's obviously the reason. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any other reason. Oh fuck them! They didn't. Oh god, whatever. We don't. Yeah, they can go to hell. I mean, they literally are from hell. They are the devil. Yeah, the demonic. Great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so Hello Sunshine is developing original story and now that we're not CAA clients we can't ask to get a meeting Where's I know our, now we our, can't be like oh we'll do NFTs we'll we're do, our NFT. do our NFT pilot we wouldn't have gotten one anyway actually no, we I, might have I don't know no we wouldn't have whatever they can go find themselves all of them I'm okay. gonna go down the 
the well with Rose McGowan and just scream about CAA for the rest of my life. I know. Is that is that a bad idea? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. At this point, not I mean, much else to lose. I mean, I don't think that they're listening. They never no. did. Um. Okay. Let's see. Shall we just move on to the old newsletters? I get. I mean, I don't have anything else. Do you? No. Just um. Yeah. There was some good stuff though. This I felt like this week actually had some fun. Some fun oh, did you? Okay. On. Well, I can't wait to hear your list. Oh well, I well, okay. You go first. What was your uh, What was your best of the week? My best was on Instagram. Goop Kitchen had a tutorial for how to eat their salad. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Great. It was like how to eat a goop salad at home. <laughs> they were like, open the box and like pour it in a bowl and then pour all the dressing on top and then toss it and then put it on a plate. Whoa. Which is more involved than how I would normally, I would just like pour all the stuff on and shake the box and eat it out of the box. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, there's never been a salad container as complicated as the one you get from Goop Kitchen. It's true. They do make their, all of their containers are extremely complicated. Which is which not is a complaint. They're... I think it's great that all the little things are in their own little compartments. It's like, so fun. It's fantastic. But it's you what do... I love about it. In order to really like dig in there, you do have to, I feel like, move it to a separate container. Well, there's a lot of stuff in those salads, especially that winter salad, which I have to say I got that again last week. Mm. And um, I didn't like it as much this time. Remind me what was in the winter salad again? That was, we both really liked it. It had like that cheddar cheese. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like beets and a bunch of like stuff. I think that they, when they made it, they put too many of like the sweet crispy things in it, which are like the best part. So I was like excited, but it was like, by the end, it was like, I couldn't finish it. They were like all at the bottom of the, of the container and just like sloshing around in there. I do think that is sort of a problem with ghost kitchen in general is because you have one staff that are cooking a million different things. Yeah. And so like, you're not, you're not going to get like a goop certified trained saladista. Yeah. If in a, at a, at a ghost kitchen, if they had like their own brick and mortar, you could get like a real, you could get like a real professional salad artists. Um, I went and picked it up also at the DoorDash ghost kitchen. Okay. I'm never doing that again. Um, I had to go so deep in the valley. Even for me, it was deep. It was like, it's really in there. And it's like, far in there. Yeah. And it's just like in this really weird part where it's like, there's nothing around. And it's just like all of these cars piled up outside because it's just DoorDash drivers, like double yeah, cars. And I was economy. the only person who wasn't like a DoorDash driver. And it just felt like hostile. Like I felt kind of like, oh shit. Cause like, you know, when like they're working and like, they're just like in there to like get their shit and get out yeah. of there. And like, I feel like if I like, if I do like a breach in etiquette, then they're going to yell at me as if I'm a DoorDash person who should know better, but I don't know better because I'm not a DoorDash person. And you were in your own little Darden brothers movie where you're, you're <laughs> cosplaying as like a working class gig. Well, um, DoorDash driver. I mean, <laughs> I just felt like I like don't belong here. It no. felt like it really felt like a like a cab stand. Oh yeah, no, it totally. I mean, anywhere you go, because I, you know, like I, that is my one little bugaboo that I, I do like to pick up my own food wherever I go, and I 
try to use delivery as, as little as mostly just because I'm cheap. And I, try, I mean, it is like ethically compromised, but it's mostly, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, it's just because I'm cheap. And it's like, it's better to like get out of the house yeah, for a minute. Out, and it's yeah. Like, yeah. But like, if I'm going, yeah, if I'm going to like, you know, my Vietnamese place, like a few little places I'll go. Um, I, yeah, they're all, they're, it, it, I'm usually the only person like picking up food for myself, which is just, yeah. it's just sad that like, these are the We're jobs that are available mm-hmm. and it, the whole thing is sad that people aren't fucking getting their own food and that like so many people have to make try to make a living delivering people's food yeah it sucks Ugh. the whole thing is disgusting i but i do unfortunately think that i'll be door dashing my food <laughs> kitchen from now on because i just don't want to i can't i don't wanna, i will i'll go to colony kitchen and no what's it called Colony, yeah, on um, on Santa Monica. I'll go to that. That that is like a little bit more like public friendly. Yeah, they have like um, they have little tables. You can get a beer. Yeah, like and people are in there like eating and stuff, yeah. and like a lot of people are in there picking up for themselves yeah. when you go. And they both will deliver to me, and they're both fairly close. But obviously, North Hollywood is closer. Hmm. Well, I'm still waiting for. Um goop kitchen to come over to my neck of the woods i know that little food hall is they're really um doing construction on it in atwater so goop kitchen if you're listening there might be a available space there on glendale boulevard oh really that would be very exciting yeah there because like um there's some nice thai restaurant from downtown that is going there and then it said i looked on the like plans and it said it's like it's like six six food stands plus like an outdoor area for oh, nice. yeah it seems cool that'll be nice yeah we're getting all these like weird like fancy like food malls like i have the one with the air one in it yeah i think that's the wave of the future because it's like food it's such a high this is a pig yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's really expensive to have your own restaurant. And so, and if, if everyone is just doing like takeout and delivery anyway, then it's. Okay. I'm sorry. This is like another tangent, but like, can someone explain to me and can we get on the same page across the city and hopefully the nation about fucking service charges on your bill at the restaurant? Oh yeah. Like service charges in lieu of tip. Well, sometimes it's like 4% and sometimes it's like 18%. Yeah. Well, I think some of the the lower, like a lot of them, I know at least in the Bay area, when um, San Francisco started uh, mandating that restaurants had to provide healthcare for their employees, they just did that as like a healthcare tax. So it was just, it was just passing the buck on to the customers. So I think in that case, you still are supposed to like tip 20%. Well, it's always that amount so like if it's 18 if it's 18 percent, so you're supposed to put 38 percent on your check I, I don't i mean if it's an 18 percent service charge i'm so, I like like we just had an 18 percent one and i was like i don't know just like round up to 20 and leave the rest in the yeah tip. yeah i, I don't know. They, i mean i the whole system is fucked up but like you can't expect people to i mean 20 percent is to, like is what everyone should be tipping but once you go above that it's just that's too much to ask it's a lot I didn't understand it and I was like so what is happening and she was like because I mean I've seen them for like four bucks or whatever and then sometimes they'll put the gratuity on and then you're like okay but like 
or not four bucks for but like I was like what do we do I, I, I was like so confused because it's not it does go to the restaurant it doesn't go to them oh it doesn't go to the this is a this is a goop kitchen no this was at petit Trois. oh it, and so they say this is a service charge but this is not gratuity it's not gratuity and then she was like if you want to tip above that um tips are appreciated and we split that through amongst everybody here so like that also wouldn't have gone to her like yeah, it's the like tip was pooled pooled back a house. yeah i think that's usually that's sort of how more places are doing it so like the kitchen staff gets tipped out and stuff which i think is good i don't know yeah. the whole thing is fucked up just fucking cook your own food honestly <laughs> i have to go to restaurants <laughs> It's like the one pleasure. It's not the one pleasure, but I, I love going to restaurants. No, I do too. I do too. Um, all right. Oh, my, so my best, I was saying that goop had so much good stuff in it this week, but my best has absolutely nothing to do with goop. Okay. It is the, okay. So I subscribe to the Allison Roman newsletter. It's just called Mm -hmm. a newsletter. Mm -hmm. And um i don't really make too many of her recipes but this one i did it was uh it was her new version of split pea soup oh yeah so she has like a good little story about she remember she has like nostalgia for going to some old restaurant in the valley as a kid with her mom and getting split pea soup this is when she like told her mom she lost her virginity like they had a little talk blah 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 but uh the the big romanesque innovation in this split pea soup is the addition of a rutabaga Mm. and so we all know that i was the one that pre like that um predicted the the cabbage explosion of the 2020s you were right about the cabbage yeah deeply right about cabbage and so listen to me here and this is i'm not taking credit for this is definitely going to allison roman but rutabaga is the new cabbage okay you heard it here second you heard it. You heard it here a second. So, rutabagas—they're in every single grocery store in the world. No one buys them. No, they have no taste. They're super cheap, but they're similar to like a—they're—they're they're sort of like—they're not quite as light and frothy as a turnip, but they're not quite as starchy as a potato. They are the perfect thing to add in your soup in this split pea soup specifically. But I just think I am convinced and i am indoctrinated into the cult of rutabagas because of allison i've never had a rutabaga i think i mean i've definitely never made one i mean i must have had it i mean maybe you have maybe you haven't i i i'd be curious to research about how for such a an obscure seeming vegetable that you never really see recipes containing rutabagas. Like why, like who is buying them? Why are they, they're literally, you go to any sort of Vons or food for less, you're gonna have rutabagas there. I feel like I've had like a puree, like a Mm -hmm. rutabaga puree somewhere um, or something like that. Um, Yeah. I think that people might be eating rutabaga, the keto people like rutabaga. Oh, probably. They make them into French fries. Okay. So yeah, this is, I think this is going to really, um, this conforms to all of your weird diets. So I think you, mm-hmm. yeah, you can do it keto. A rutabaga will, yeah, will be good on any diet, I think. Especially. I think unless, unless it, you're doing like a really, really low carb. Well, if keto can do it. 
Well, so, I mean, the things that pass for keto on the internet are sometimes yeah, yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. but I would never do keto again. So it's fine. No, but I'll the, never anyway, do keto or paleo or any, any, like I'll never do a real diet other than like my own, your own mishmash, my, my own diet that I make up every day. <laughs> right. But look at, if you guys, I don't know if anyone subscribes to this newsletter, but um, this split pea soup is just really good. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I never like hated split pea soup, but I'm not, I never like, and this one, it doesn't have ham in it. You do, you do crumble bacon on top, but you could like mm-hmm. leave it out if you want to do vegetarian. Um, and is then you're, vegan? Mm, you can make without it vegan. Butter. I mean, without bacon, you do, you, uh, you have to use broth, but you could do vegetable broth or chicken broth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could, you could definitely make it vegan. Uh, cause there's no, yeah, there's no dairy or anything in it. Maybe I'll make it for my, um, next fast it's really easy yeah i would if you're doing it like without the fat or for a fast you probably just want to leave out the bacon but then um the rutabaga is good and then split peas and then you're just cooking it up with like bay leaf and thyme and then at the end you do a little raw garlic and parsley mm-hmm. and lemon and olive oil so, raw garlic yeah because you're you, you have a lot of cooked garlic you're you're cooking garlic and leeks at the mm-hmm. beginning but then at the very end you're crushing one extra clove of garlic and just putting it in. So you have that's the Allison Roman thing where she like will use some herb or something in a way that you wouldn't expect, and it just like makes it so delicious. Yeah, yeah. She's really good. I mean, like I know she got canceled or sort of canceled or whatever. Um, she's like so spe- Like I think she's so talented and special. Yeah, I do too. I really think she is out of all of these new generation of recipe developers. Um, I mean, I'm not a big baker because people love, love, love Claire Saffitz. Oh, yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think Allison's sort of in a league of her own. Totally. I'm not a baker either, luckily. But that was my best. I know it doesn't have anything to do with goop. I promise this next week, I I am actually, co- which I'll tell you about later in the episode, I will be cooking a goop recipe so I can actually talk about a goop recipe next week. Um, I mean, I can't. But I feel like Allison Roman is in the extended goop universe. At some yeah, point. she's definitely in there somewhere. She fits in somewhere somehow. She's yeah. like a lifestyle because she's like a lifestyle person. I know. I almost feel like I have to now subscribe to CNN plus just to get her show. Yeah, you have to. I'm so Where else are you going to get it? I know. I think, I mean, I'm hoping that because it's like, it all falls under the um, HBO max label that possibly they'll just give it to us, but I'm sure not. I'm sure there'll be an extra charge. Mm. Um, All right. What was your worst? Okay, so my worst was like the sleep thing, like how to get sleep or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I was really gung ho about this because when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is great for me." Because did I talk about my insomnia already? Uh, I don't think you've talked about it in depth. I think I talked to you about it, (laughs) but I don't think I talked about it on, on here. So I have been having like the worst insomnia, like really bad. Um, just like, just bad. Like I can't sleep at night, like whatever. I don't know. I think it's because I quit my job, whatever. So I was excited when I saw that goop had like a, a new, um, 
like sleep guide, like for insomnia. And then I clicked it and opened it. And it was exactly what you always call it. Like it's literally all their Christmas shit. And they're like, this is what you need to get a good night's sleep. There's like the holiday, they like have the word holiday, like in it, like the holiday mask set, like obviously supposed to be like a stocking stuffer or something. There's that, I don't remember what it's called. There's, it's like Gaia or something. It's the um, alcohol, it's like the mocktail that they sell. Oh yeah, yeah, that fucking shit. Which I Um. do actually want to get that, but I want to try it. But it's just like, and then when you click on it, it's like holiday without the hangover. <laughs> like everything, they didn't even change the copy. Like it's all like Merry Christmas. Like, would you like to buy this product? And it just made me feel, um, you know, used and abused. Cause yeah, I really- A little gaslighted when you're like, oh, I actually yeah. have insomnia. Like I need something real to help me. And then you're like, they're just like, yeah, wear a fucking holiday mask. And then they're like, yeah, they're like, ho, ho, ho. Santa's <laughs> coming down the chimney. And I'm like, this isn't what I asked for. Although I do- feel like a good wellness project for the week will be me trying to like find natural sleep remedies because it's been fucked up I did get a um you know what's it called like a diffuser for my bedroom here here's my new insomnia cure okay that's been helping me so get your doctor to give you a prescription for uh (laughs) for Ambien. Okay. Do it every night for like two years. Okay. That's so dangerous, but okay. And and then stop. Mm -hmm. But because you have the sense memory of the Ambien. So now every night when I go to sleep, I just, I picture the pill crushing crushing up and, and going to my brain. Brian, this is literally the end of house of mirth. Oh yeah, totally. Is. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, not taking the pill. That's what I'm saying. I remember when she? Because I just read it when yeah. she's like, she was like imagining going home and like taking her drops. Yeah, yeah. It's totally house of mirth. But just the if you have the sense memory of taking a sleeping pill, your body you can trick yourself into th- doing it, and then you fall asleep. I'm scared. I don't want Ambien. I'm like, no. You're right. Not- Get um Sonata. I can give you a Sonata. I have like a whole thing of them. I don't know what is but yeah you, yeah because it, it's it's yeah it, don't do it it's better to not I'm gonna try like herbs and tinctures yeah, and yeah. shit and also like working out um yeah later oh yeah 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 work out I I do think um I mean if you ever want to play tennis six to eight I mean I already know that you're gonna I would never play tennis in front of you although uh, I'm not that mean to people well it's not about I yeah I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I, I do get, I do get competitive. I, have I mean, to it wouldn't work out. I, my, I do want to go play tennis here at the tennis court. Oh, yeah. in the Valley that we're trying to wrestle back from the, right, right, right. well, we'll have to, I, I want to like, we'll just, we'll just rally. We won't have to like play a match or anything. It'll be fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's play tennis. Yeah. Let's um, do it. But yeah, any, any exercise, I do think like late, for me, like a late night exercise is tough because it, it gets your heart rate up too much or whatever. But like um, an early evening exercise might be the perfect time. Yeah, that's like my favorite time anyway is like in the four or five area. Okay. But I'm thinking of pushing it to like six or seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brian works out very late. And he can just get to sleep. 
but he's never had a problem sleeping. Sorry, yeah. my upstairs neighbors are like, I don't know. I think people are moving in, moving out. There's a lot of banging and stuff happening and it sounds like drilling or something right now. Ugh. So yeah, Goop really is, um, I mean, yeah, they tell you to put these Christmas masks on. They're telling you to have a fucking, um, what's their little chew that they give you? Like good night or something. I don't know. Yeah. They have the chew. Sweet dreams. Has, Those like, things melatonin. are good though. They have um, melatonin or whatever, don't they? Melatonin mm. is pretty good for like decompressing and. Yeah, but melatonin is another one where because it is is all just sort of regulating your sleep hormones. It's yeah. it it you, your body gets used to it really fast, and I think it only works if you if you do it like every once in a while. Yeah, it stops working pretty quickly if you do it habitually. See, I need to. Yeah, I think I just need to like do really good baths, work out late, or and like have a whole thing where I'm like. Imagine that pill, imagine that pill rushing into your bloodstream, going to your brain, dissolving and putting me down, putting you down. <laughs> like the dog that I am. Yeah. Okay. Visualization. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to visualize, or I could just get these lamps, but I don't really understand what they are. They also are selling lamps for sleep in a different sleep related, um, yeah. piece. <laughs> I will be talking about this. Well, I can just talk okay. about it now, I guess. Mm-hmm. This is my craziest, the lamps. Oh, no. Okay. So it's an article. It's called How Color and Light Affect Mood, Productivity, and Sleep. Yeah. Why does it feel good to look up into a blue sky? The, inv- the answer involves light Beautiful. receptors. So this $750 lamp yeah. tries to oh, yeah. sim- simulate the blue of a blue sky during the day, which supposedly is going to make you more productive. Well, first of all, anything that's like, I'm going to make you more productive or focused. I say, fuck you. You're a tool of capitalism. I refuse to participate. Beautifully said. Productivity is the enemy of humanity. Okay. (laughs) Everyone should do nothing. (laughs) I think, okay, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So that's during the day, this lamp turns blue to make you more productive. Plus now they're trying to tell you tell everyone that this blue light actually um makes you develop or no it's the non it's the nighttime ones the non-blue light activates something in your body that makes you produce your own opioids oh good i need to make my own so they're, they're saying that this is partially why people are addicted to tanning beds because uv light generates this thing called beta endorphin, which is an opioid that reduces pain and is associated with pleasure. So they're basically saying now you don't need your fentanyl patches anymore. All you need mm-hmm. is this fucking lamp and you'll be high <laughs> as a fucking kite. That sounds pretty good. Wait, I know go that it did make me like, and again, opioids are something I love in theory and then in practice, they're horrible. Yeah, they're and not, I'm not even saying like the addictive qualities. Like I'm saying my body actually doesn't get pleasure for them in the way that I think they will. Yeah. It you makes me just feel like dried out and like yeah. constipate. It's like maybe like 10 minutes of pleasure followed by a 24 hours of constipation and and like misery. <laughs> Which I'm thankful. I'm thankful that my body sort of rejects opioids because that 
I don't need like something else to struggle with addiction wise. Yeah, no, it's better. It's always better to do less drugs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so this stupid Skyview lamp, I think it's a little, it, it does. I don't know. It is nice. And it, it's reminiscent of like an earlier phase of goop where they, they were hawking all these insane products. Yeah. I mean, it did feel sort of old school, old fashioned. But this the sad thing is, I mean, I mean, maybe this is like good if you're living in an, an area that is all, always has cloudy skies or whatever. But it's like, oh, if this this blue lamp is simulating the blue of the sky to make you happy, then it's like, well, just look out the window at the sky. Right. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I do feel we do get to live in Southern California yeah. where like every day is sunny and we get to see the sky a lot. I guess some people live in like, you know, people get those like. um seasonal affected disorder oh, totally yeah my uh, roommate in new york had um, a, a seasonal affective disorder uv lamp but and I, I don't know if it helped him but i do think i was addicted to tanning beds in college mm. i mean i don't think i was addicted but i really really liked it do you think that and was I because would, of the opioid effects maybe i would like feel so chill in there and it was like so comforting because I was like in Chicago and it was freezing cold and I was from LA and I just like hated the weather and like it would like it would just be like warm in there and like they give you like tropical like smelling like coconut oil shit to put all over yourself and like yeah yeah you know and it was just like nice it felt like a little vacation very unhealthy no totally I did it once but I I got I only did it for like 10 minutes and I already got burnt um, because my skin was so pale. So I just never did it again. Yeah. I used to go and I mean, I'll never go again, but there is a place literally walking distance from my apartment that is tanning beds. Do they, but, they still have them tanning? Like the real old school, like UV tanning beds. They've got it all at this place. Wow. I mean, they also do, I think they probably, most of their business is spray, spray, yeah. but they also, they, I love it because they have all this, I'm assuming false information about the, on their website about how like, it's actually fine, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> which is, you know, good for them, but I don't know that that's true. No, no, no. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I thought that was, it was nice and nice and crazy. It was enjoyable to read. Yeah. It was deeply messed up. But uh, my worst is I really don't need to learn another word at this stage in my life. And now I'm going to have to learn this word. Bacuchial. I don't think you actually do. Is it Bacuchial? I don't think. I thought it was like, it doesn't, isn't it like oil and like Bacucci oil? Yeah. Wait, I looked up a YouTube video where she says what it is. Let's see. Oh, no, it's not. It's I-O-L. Bacucci oil. Yeah. Let's see. Bakukio. Bakukio. Bakuchio. And that's what's in their Gtox hair stuff? Uh it is in no, it's in their face oil. So so this is basically a retinol alternative. So it says uh, the no pain, no gain theory doesn't always hold when it comes to skincare. And the star youth boosting ingredient, Bacuchial, is a case in point. Hailed as a way to get retinol like results, wrinkle smoothing, skin firming without the dryness and irritation that some people experience when using retinol. Bacuchial, or Bacuchial, fuck, a metro, met, 
marrow terpene extracted from the plant, blah, blah, blah. Um, in Sanskrit has been used in traditional Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine. So this is, you know, cultural appropriation. It's every, every everything swirled into one beautiful goop package. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see this taking off. I, I don't know. Cause like, I feel like goop and their brethren a decade ago, we're all talking about, you know, hyaluronic acid, this and that. And then now you have Ava Longoria on L'Oreal commercials talking about hyaluronic acid. I feel like this is, this could be one of those trickle down things where, you know, Olay, L'Oreal, Maybelline or whatever, they're all, everything for the next decade is just going to be Bakukiel, Bakukiel, Bakukiel. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's impossible. I just like, I don't think anything is going to take the crown from retinol right now. And I, th- I think depending on your skin for me, I, you know, I actually got my refill cause I went to the der- dermatologist this week, my refill of my retin-A cream. Yeah. Um, because my skin is so oily, my, my skin can handle the most extreme harsh retinols <laughs> available. Well, but I my think skin it- is pretty dry, but I've always felt like my skin can really take a lot as well. Okay, yeah. But like, it doesn't, and I feel like, but I, I don't know. I've been putting so much moisturizing stuff on my skin that I actually think I'm developing greasy skin. Like I'm starting to break out, mm. you know, it's a, it's all about balance. I have so many, I'm, my skin care has gotten really out of hand. Like I am doing, I'm doing more than I, yeah. I'm doing too much. Uh, no, now that I have my um, my Retin-A cream, I think I can cool it on my other things. I just have to oh, yeah. you know, be sure to wash my face in the morning and then put on high SPF sunscreen the next day. And I'm only doing it every other night, the Retin-A. Yeah, I'm doing Retin-A like every two nights. Hmm. But if you don't want to do Retin-A, Goop has... Pacuchial in their Goop Jeans face oil. I do want to try this Goop Jeans face oil. Yeah. I might. Because I'm I'm really just highly disappointed with the Kiehl's Midnight Serum. And oh, are you? Yeah, it's just like, so. Uh, you know, after you do Vintner's Daughter, it's just, there's nothing like it. So it's like, it, it just feels like water. Like there's nothing to it. Really? Yeah. So I'd, I mean, the Goop, even the Goop one is half as expensive as Vintner's Daughter. Why is Vintner's Daughter so expensive? I I mean, they just stumbled upon some formula that people like, and then they're able to, there must be, I we could do a little research. There must be like a a designer imposters, like a dupe of Vintner's Daughter. There has to be, but, it but be would it be good. like clean or as good? Yeah. Because yeah. nothing, nothing smells like it. Nothing feels like it. All right. Yeah. What was your crazy my like I don't know what it was I guess saddest I really didn't like Tracy Anderson's morning routine did you read it no I must have missed this one this was in um an email um I don't know I honestly I have no idea because I feel like I get these things I'm like oh I have to talk about that and I'm like I can never find them again but this (laughs) was if you just go on the um website and type in Tracy Anderson it's like the first thing I got it in an email or something at some point but it's just so obviously 
like, okay, I guess I'm just sort of dumb. And I did kind of always imagine that these people were like writing their morning routines themselves, or like at the very least, like, like, I think I always imagined that it was like that, um, like, what's that thing where it's like famous people or like notable people will talk about like what they ate all week. Oh yeah. Like your, your whatever food diary or what's it called? There's like, it's like in something. It's in like New York magazine. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I always felt like it was maybe going to be like that. Like they were really, if they weren't personally writing it, they were like very involved in the creation of it. Like, I don't know why I'm such a gullible fool. I just am. But like, this is just so clearly written by like a copywriter. It just doesn't feel like the way that Tracy Anderson has ever like felt like it just doesn't sound like Tracy Anderson's voice Mm. um which unfortunately I do think I kind of have a handle on um but she just talks it's like what does she even say like I don't know um like 7 45 a.m showering with sea in the moons malibu made body scrub is very essential if i skip this step i swear i look my actual age all day instead of 15 years younger like who wrote that because i don't think she did i think that was written by like a little a lackey that wants to get into her good graces by saying that she looks 16 15 years younger than she does i'll 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 say this about tracy anderson she doesn't look younger than she is (laughs) She, because I'm sorry, like her body, you, you see her body and you're like, oh, you work so hard for this body. Yeah. Like this is the great, you know, the great passion of your life is to be as wiry and thin as you possibly can be. And I do have to say, she has like some good fillers, but she's the type of person who you're like, you're 50 and you look great, but I'm sorry, you're 50. She definitely looks young. I she this picture of her on this piece, I will say she looks younger than she normally does. I think yeah, it's I don't know if it's Photoshop or new fillers. Her lips look bigger. Like she's definitely yeah. like plumped up. Cause that's the thing, is like when you're that skinny and wiry, your face usually like sags a little or like and she it's a constant. Yeah. And she looks great. I'm, I'm not saying I'm, but I'm just like, I know that you're not 35. Like, like a 35 year old is going to look less like they're putting less effort into looking like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then yeah. there's some 35 year olds that start getting fillers and shit so young that they look like this too. I know. I'm really, that's the big fear about the fillers. Yeah. Like all the younger housewives are like, they're like younger than me and they look, I'm sorry, but like they look old. Because of all the fillers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, like, really take it easy on that stuff when you're first getting started. I still haven't gotten my fillers yet. My first ever fillers or Botox. I mean, do what you want, but I, like, or get very little. Like, you don't need them. I actually, since I started the Retin-A, and I also started my, what I, I actually did want to get Oh, first of all, I just want to say when I went into Aesop to buy something, the guy was like, I mean, you don't need to worry about maturing skin, which I was like, I love you. And I was very flattered anyway. So I wanted to say that on the podcast. That's good. um, That's better than my dermatologist. When I showed her my spots, I 
was like, oh, I mean, I don't think this is, you know, like cancer or anything. This is like a normal like sunspot. And she corrected me and she said, age spot. <laughs> yeah, mine too. She was like, these are because you're getting old. Yeah. She's like, welcome. She's like, I don't want to. She's like, I never call anybody mid thirties, but let's see you're 36. Cause I was at the time. Now I'm even 37. Anyway, I started, I was getting, my lips started to get really thin Oh. because I was like losing all the collagen. And I started using this lip mask at night and just like getting a little hydration in them. And now I think they're looking a lot better. I don't even feel like I want fillers in my lips. Yeah. You don't need fillers in your lips. Oh my God. Thank you. I sure as hell don't need fillers in my lips. No. My lips are big and <laughs> juicy. <laughs> uh, oh my God. At a certain point, sometimes we're just like talking for so long and it just gets out of hand. Yeah. Anyway, Tracy Anderson. Yeah. She didn't write this. She's not, they're not putting any effort into this. And like, what is the infatuation with Tracy Anderson? If I want to hear see read my morning routine on goop i want a new i want a new person i know no, i want tracy although i'm obsessed with tracy anderson i okay. love her i also feel like but again like i do think she goes too hard like i like when madonna's arms were like yeah well that's the thing is like she literally is tracy anderson so like no one can you know what i mean like you can't no one will ever compete with this yeah so it's like like it's fine if you do tracy anderson and you're like oh let's let's take it easy. But then she literally is Tracy Anderson. So like, she can't, she can't take it easy on her own method on her own identity. I know she can't take, she has to be her. All it's the like time. Amanda Chantal Bacon can't be like, Oh, I'm only going to have these dusts like every once in a while. Yeah. It's like, she has to live that life. Yeah. No, I know. I, Oh God. And I love Amanda Chantal Bacon too. Oh yeah. Are you enjoying your, your book? I got you. I keep opening it and reading it. And then I'm like, I will never make it. It's too psychotic to even contemplate making any of the things. Well, one thing that I do sort of think about making is she has recipes for like the dusts. Oh yeah. To make yourself. Do you have to go to Amazon and get like Chinese powders like I did to get? Um, Yeah. It's like the same shit. It's like the rhodiola and whatever, but it's like, you make, they're all like, you can put all of yours, you can put them together yourself and not have to buy her expensive version of it. So that might come in handy at some point. Um, I mean, handy. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like 750. It's time for my coffee with a layer of super foamy oat milk, which seed oils, not good. Right. Which key, which is key, not milk, just the thick floating layer of foam. While I enjoy my coffee, I make sure my daughter Penny is getting ready for school. I try to inspire her to make healthy breakfast choices. Oh, this poor Penny is going to grow up with the world's worst eating disorder. I mean, I just don't believe again and try to inspire her to make healthy breakfast choices. I think that that somebody added that. I just don't think she said that. Yeah. I think that's just a very like, oh, like this will be like spicy if Tracy Anderson says this in this morning routine. Like, I just don't think she even. She doesn't care if her daughter's making healthy. No. And I also feel like she has what she has in the house. And like, I just, the whole thing, it's just weird. It's just like a weird way to phrase it. Like, and then I make my daughter Penny bright. Like, why would you even say 
Well, she doesn't even say I'm making Penny breakfast. She says, I make sure that Penny is getting ready for school. And I try to inspire her to make healthy breakfast. Well, because probably the nanny is doing everything. Yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so I'm, you know, whatever. I'm not like Greta Thunberg or whatever, but she's Mm. fucking steaming this oat milk and then throwing it out and just using the foam. Is that what she's doing? Yeah, because she says she doesn't even do the milk. She just steams the super foamy oat milk and then she just scoops the foam. She's doing like 90s style dry cappuccino. Or does she mean the milk isn't essential? The foam is the essential part. No, I think she's literally, because the milk probably has too many calories. So she's just scooping up the foam and putting it on top of her coffee. And giving the milk to Penny or the nanny. or the Maybe dog. Penny gets the oat milk. <laughs> the the, the, the song's <laughs> foam oat milk. Yeah, they are, they're like, let's split it. So it's like... <laughs> I'll take the foam and you can have the milk. And like, that's our breakfast. Oh, poor Penny. Oh God. Get away from her Penny. I hope Penny Penny becomes a like 500 pound body positivity activist and just gets under Tracy's skin for the rest of her life. That's, that's what I would probably do. Yeah. If my mom was Tracy Anderson. If my mom was Tracy Anderson. Oh my God. It'd be a shit show. I'd get my rascal scooter and just (laughs) plant my fat ass down. (laughs) <laughs> and just guzzle seed oils i know i'd be having a sm- seed oil smoothie every morning well so tracy anderson is too that oat milk i think you have to really i don't know what brand she's using yeah well it's mostly because if you buy like the cheapo trader joe's brand it doesn't actually have seed oils it's just oh, like, really it's just like oats and water yeah it's like it's old school oat milk it's like it's not the oatly the oatly stuff is the good stuff but that has the canola oil yeah. but i bet you oatly oatly knows they're gonna they're gonna have to switch their formula and not do the canola oil anymore i mean you can't you can't put canola oil in your coffee you cannot put like we all can agree that we were all in a mass state of delusion when oatly came out and we cannot also i mean we've known oatly was bad for a long time because like it's also has just like has so much sugar yeah because it's the, the the way that they process their oats literally molecularly turn the oats into straight up sugar and that's why it's like the most delicious. Because it's milk. literally just canola oil and sugar. Oh my God. Wow. Anyway. I mean, I just can't believe what we were all doing to ourselves two years ago. I mean, I that, that's why I started wearing the blue light glasses. Yeah. I feel like we're constantly doing these things to ourselves that are so dangerous and so stupid. And we're going to regret all of them. Cause these, I, these new products come out and it's like a miracle cure. And then, and we then just, they always turn out to be poison. Just poison. <laughs> it's like, you should always just be eating literally like, here's what you need to eat. Fruit, vegetables, lean protein, yeah. um, whole grains. And um, I think low fat dairy. That's what you should be eating. Olive oil, fish. Yes. Yeah. Healthy fats. So Will Cole is basically right, unfortunately. Will Cole is not right because Will Cole is like eat 45 avocados yeah. and put an egg in the avocado to make this disgusting thing. The egg, no, he's like, how can we make keto, being keto vegan? Yeah. You know who actually has a good relationship to food and I hate to say it, Jen Gunter. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm She's so always sorry. just making like a, like, a, like a tagine or something. Yeah. She, and like having a glass of red wine. Yeah, uh, whatever. I don't want to have her tagine. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it's probably good. I don't know. I don't know. Whenever she takes pictures of her food, it always looks disgusting. Oh, now she's mad at Zantac. 
Why? Um, the heartburn medicine? Uh, Did they tell you to stick it up your pussy to make it taste like, <laughs> like something? No. So Zantac has been around for a long time. Yeah, it's like classic. And someone tweeted how, uh, something called the medical letter said, how is this allowed? Because ranitidine, I don't know what that is, is no longer available. You just take famotidine, Pepsid, and rename it Zantac. How are patients and healthcare providers supposed to know that the active ingredient changes, but the brand name stays the same? Oh, so Zantac has changed the ingredient, but kept it. That is fucked up. Why? I wonder why they changed it. Was it bad for you or or is it just cheaper to do this one? Oh, I guess because the main thing isn't available. Oh, just because of supply chain. I guess. Sleepy Joe at it again. Yeah, we want our original Zantec 75 or whatever. This is going to cost him the midterms. Zantec 360. Well, luckily, knock on wood, that's one thing I don't really have to suffer. I don't really deal with is what is it for acid reflux and heartburn and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway. So Tracy Anderson, her daughter's going to grow up to be the world's fattest woman and it will Mm -hmm. be her fault Mm -hmm. because she made her drink her seed oils after scooping out all the foam. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good idea. Oh, yeah, anyway, there's even more product placement in this morning routine than usual. Oh God! And then there's a fucking broccoli spinach soup recipe at the end. That soup sounded well. I didn't really understand because I was like, "This is just like soup." It's well, it's just vegetables and water. It's like literally, there's nothing else. There's a tablespoon of olive oil, but other than that, it's just vegetable broth. And bro- but I don't understand the point of eating that before you eat food. Like, I don't really get why she's making this and carrying this around with her. Oh, I think it's it's sort of like instead of a juice, it's like a hot juice. It's hot juice. Because it's a green soup. She And she's saying, I drink green soup before I eat most days. But that, I think that is what she eats most days. Like, Yeah, I think she didn't want to... I feel like she's subtly being like, if you want to be anorexic, here's a cute recipe. Exactly. Yeah. Cause she can't publicly say, oh, I, instead of breakfast and lunch, I have this jug of soup. She had that really sick um, diet. I don't know if you remember it, but it was like, if you need to lose weight fast, what can you eat? And she's like, here's what you do. And she's like, eat berries for breakfast, a salad with nothing in it for lunch, and then have like grilled fish with, a vegetable for dinner every day. And she's like, yeah. you can, she's like, you'll drop pounds really fast. Yeah. No shit. You have to work out two like hours 200 calories. And you have to work out two hours a day. <laughs> well, cause didn't she also make, um, she had like her Tracy Anderson bars, but then didn't she make like mini versions of her Tracy Anderson bars in case you didn't want to have a whole bar? <laughs> Did she? I think she had like, it was like fun size Tracy Anderson. Bars. Oh my God. Tracy. Come on. Oh, poor Penny. Wow, you're so worried about Penny. I'm worried about Penny. I want Penny to be a BBW gorgeous fat activist. I think she will be one. I hope so. Um, yeah, this fucking soup. Ugh, can you imagine having like just vegetable broth, but then also having like chunks of broccoli in it? 
It sounds disgusting. I, I mean, mean, talk I about this is going to make you fart so bad. Oh, blend it, right? Remove. Add the. Oh, she does blend it. Okay. So you blend it. Oh, so it's just broccoli puree. That's disgusting. No one's going to be wanting to be around her because she's just going to fucking smell so bad. Yeah. Broccoli, olive oil, onion, two stalks of celery, four cloves of garlic, the zest of a lemon, a teaspoon of salt, onion powder, garlic powder, vegetable broth, and six cups of spinach. I mean, to me, that just sounds like, um, I mean, it does sound like a meal to me, like a light one, like maybe out of chicken. What? It's hot juice. I mean, it's soup. That's what soup is. I guess so. Yeah, it's just vegetables. I do think that she's like, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think she's like, I can't just say that I have like some foam on an oat milk latte and then I just like eat this green soup all day and then I have like dinner at home at night, which I think that I bet you that's what she does. Oh, totally. Yeah, she's not She's not having this lugging the soup all around and then like going out to lunch. No, no, no. This is her, this is her breakfast. This is her lunch dinner. She's doing, yeah. Like you said, like fucking four ounces of steamed fish. Mm-hmm. She has like a little bamboo steamer. She yeah. has extra spinach that she'll put in there. And that's, and maybe, maybe like a few spoonfuls of, of like quinoa or something, but probably not even that. Yeah. Right. Even that is a, that's her cheat day is she gets two tablespoons of quinoa. Oh, I made that Emily Mariko salmon thing last night, but I yesterday for, oh yeah, well, I've made it before and it's really good. I should make it. It does look good. But yesterday I made it with um, leftover brown rice pasta instead of rice because that's Mm. what I had. It was fine. It was like a pasta salad. Yeah. I am entranced by Emily Mariko. Yeah. I mean, she's like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about her. Well, yeah, I mean, you and me both, buddy. She doesn't ever speak, does she? Is it all silent? I, I think she actually has like a big YouTube channel too. Oh, okay. I'll check, I'll check it out. Um, yeah. All right, let's get moving. We're dragging long again. How this is so fucking so long. long. Okay. Um, what would you try? Um, there's like a big vitamin like how to eat your vitamins, which oh, I yeah. enjoyed. Cause I think that eating vitamins is better than taking supplements. You're probably like, right. I think supplements, I'm scared of supplements in general. And I, and I think they're all sort of poison, but are you, you'd um, have to make sure that you're eating like the same thing every day to, well, sure not necessarily because it's like, you should be able to get your, like daily vitamin needs met through your diet. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing out here. Yeah, no, that's what we're supposed to be doing. It's just, I think it's hard to. Oh yeah. It's really so conscious hard. about, you know, eat it, what you're eating every day. Yeah. And like, I did start taking a multivitamin and also, um, calcium. Oh yeah. Which where, what happened to calcium? Calcium is definitely like, big in the older community (laughs) well i think that women are supposed to start taking it like young i don't know yeah my mother is always screaming at me that i need to take it yeah when i whenever i walk into my mom's house she has like this giant jug of calcium chews in every house 
And I just got this like chocolate that is so good. It tastes like a milk chocolate. Mm. Like I can't believe how good it is. And it's it's called Adora. You know, you know what doesn't have seed oils? Hmm. Seas candy. Oh hell yeah. I just they, got a huge box of they it. They make for... they make all their chocolate with like butter and stuff. That's why it's so good. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, Brian got me a box of it for um Valentine's Day. John got me a box of it for Valentine's Day. Oh too. my god. Yeah, these men, they know. They know the key to our hearts. I know. Anyway, it's for vitamin A. It's like you eat carrots. Yeah, yeah. For C, you know what to eat. You know what to do. Yeah, C, citrus. Vitamin D is the challenging one, of course. Everyone uh, is deficient in vitamin D. Yeah, that's a real easy supplement to take. Right. You know, I take three of them every day. You take three vitamin Ds. Yep. And I finally got up to my levels at 50, 50, 50, whatever the thing is, which is to a normal doctor. It's like on the high side, it's, it's still good, but to a functional doctor, it's basically the lowest possible you could have (laughs) and still not die. Well, I don't know what mine is, but I think I'm okay. Mine was like under 20 before I started taking a bunch of supplements. Yeah, I don't know what mine is supposed to be, but oh, should I start taking Manuka honey? Talk about expensive. Right. What is Manuka honey supposed to do? Manuka honey comes from the nectar of flowering Manuka trees indigenous to New Zealand. The honey is coveted and famously pricey because of its rarity. Bees produce only during two to six weeks a year that Manuka trees flower. Compounds in Manuka honey, in particular, I can't say it, methoglycoxal, MGO, have been shown in cell studies to possess antimicrobial and antibacterial activity. Oh, so it's just immune system shit? I mean, your immune system is important. When you're shopping for Manuka honey, you want to make sure it contains the compounds you'd expect it to. This is where unique Manuka factor, UMF, comes into play. It's an independent certification process that ensures the presence of those key compounds. Um, Leptospirin, something else, and another thing. Okay, UMF ratings of 5+, plus, 10+, plus, 15+, plus, and 20+, plus, are assigned on levels of MGO and leptospirin detected in each batch of honey. We're partial to the Manuka honey from Comvita, which is certified by the UMF Honey Association to ensure the origins from the nectar of New Zealand Manuka. I have to say this all this all sounds like a scam. I think the governing board the UMF. UMF. Excuse me, what's the UMF on this, please? Yeah. Good sir, could you tell me? Because this is also, this reminds me of like the quinoa craze where it's like this indigenous product that was like used for thousands of years and then completely like drive up the price so like annoying white people can get it. And now the the real, like the Maori or whatever in New Zealand aren't able to have their Manuka honey. Mm. So I say a regular old local, do your local farmer's market honey from local bees and you that you raise your immune system there because it's you're getting the whatever the local pollen the allergens i guess but it doesn't have whatever the manuka honey has yeah but i don't i don't i feel like my antimicrobial is the least the last thing i need to worry about right now 
It's a pandemic. I guess. Yeah. I, is it though? I think it's over. Honestly, <sighs> I think I'm pretty confident that it's all over. No one was wearing masks last night. Good. I'm so sorry. I, I'm so anti-mask now, especially because people mm. like Jen Gunter are like, children should wear masks for the rest of time. I love, she's like, she's like, can someone, oh, this is another Jen Gunter thing. She's like, tell me, like, give me all your like links to like cute KN95 masks in different colors. Cause like, oh. I think we're going to be wearing them for quite a while. Wink, wink. Uh. She's like <laughs> gleeful that she's just like wearing a fucking K95 mask for the rest of her life. I know people love wearing the fucking they mask. They love it. And I mean, I put my mask on and like went inside to order it last night. I was like sitting outside. I went in to order a drink and no one around me was wearing a mask. And I like actually felt like an asshole wearing it. I just put it on because I like assumed I had to. No. And then it. no one was wearing baby. It. No one's wearing a mask in the S F V. No, Brian, this was in like Highland Park. Oh, oh yeah. Well, these kids don't care. Also, they I think they. I think this week they got rid of the mandate, right? They got rid of it. I'm not sure. Cause they got rid of it like in California, but I feel like LA County still, I don't know. I, I think it's sort of, you know, do what you want at this point. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, I mean, last night was, I mean, it felt very pre pandemic to me. That's great. Where'd you go? What restaurant did you go to? Um, it's called Good Housekeeping. It's like a bar. Oh, nice. And then there's like a place in the store that we got sushi. Um, and then I went to this restaurant called Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. What would I try? Oh, okay. Here's my recipe that I'm going to do this week from Goop. They did like a Dutch oven retrospective. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I like my, my Dutch oven. I have, it's like a, it's like a Target brand Le Creuset. It's like Le Poupée or something. Okay. It's like, but it, it works. Um, But they have this, re- oh, that's the other thing. That Claire Saffitz recipe I did this week that was like, it was bone in skin on chicken thighs on top of orzo that you do with like fennel and chicken broth. It makes it taste like rice aroni. Oh yeah, I love rice aroni. It was really good. But so I'm like super now I'm super into bone in skin on chicken thighs because like, yeah, they're just so good. Anyway, so yeah. Goop has a recipe that's braised Italian chicken thighs that you do in the Dutch oven. And it's mm-hmm. super simple. You do your bone in skin on chicken thighs and then it's like onion, garlic, olive oil, tomato paste, rosemary, red wine. So you're making like a little, you know, bur- burgundy sauce, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just sticking it in the, the old Dutch oven. Mm. I don't know. It looks simple. It looks good. It looks like old, like old, old school goop, like my father's daughter era. Yeah. When um, we would always like tell everyone you don't understand the recipes are actually good. And they'd be like, yeah. no, uh, it's- no. I'm finally actually getting my father's daughter in the mail. I never had it. That was How the one we've been when waiting I, for it. I don't know. I, I just found it used online. So I'm getting it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this. It's like balsamic. It's like a old, yeah, very whatever. Braised Italian chicken thighs. Okay, uh, we'll next week, back. I will be talking about it on the I pod. can't wait. Yeah, you're going to have to sign up for the Patreon if you want to hear about that <laughs> chicken. Uh, okay, what would you buy? Um, I actually think I might buy some of these non-alcoholic liquors, like, or whatever the hell they are. Oh, yeah. Like Gaia, Seed Lips seed and lip. all these other things. Oh, you know like, where they sell the full line of Seed Lip is um, wine and eggs. 
Oh, I gotta go. You talk about wine and eggs literally every I, single. I'm there episode. so much now. It's I've gone insane. Well, because it's like the only place in my neighborhood where I can get like a fresh baguette like late in the day, mm. and they have the like the the hot girl tin fish. They have I've the never had that. They have um like fancy limes for like twenty five dollars a pound. They have frozen burritos from Las Yeah, Palmas. the burritos are supposed to be good, right? Oh, for, I guess you probably are the one who told me about that. Yeah, they have like a frozen pizza from Napoli or something. They have every, they, it, but they don't have, they never have what you want though. That's the thing. So you, you go in to try to get something, they don't have it. And then you spend $80 on four things you didn't want. Interesting. Well, maybe I should go. I mean, I definitely have been... I mean, we have a lot of that stuff in the Valley. Like you can yeah. find it, but it's just not like, it's not the same. It's like, yeah. you have to like seek it out. Yeah. And wine and eggs. It's like, it's the, the ideal of the most obnoxious store in the world. Like it's exactly, I mean, they have, they have all the fucking moon juice dusts there too. They have everything. They have everything. They have everything. Um, do you, do they have good wine? Uh, I've never bought their wine there because it is, I'm sure it's great. It's just like a little out of, like, I think if I was, if I was really jonesing for a bottle of wine and I didn't want to drive down to Silver Lake, I would go there because I don't want to like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get like barefoot from the liquor store. No. Um, so, but it's always like the, I think the cheapest bottle is like 20, $25. So I'm not, I'm not really in the market for that price point yeah. very often. Um, but yeah, you should try, uh, try a seed lip, go down there, get a seed lip and yeah. Report or back. a kin a kin, yeah. or that other brand. Cause that what's the other brand called? Mm, I don't know. Cause they make one that looks like a Bloody Mary and that always looks really good to me. Ooh, yeah. But you could just get like Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. You're so right. But talk about seed oils. I don't know if it has seed oils. It has V8 probably has seed oils. You think? Cause it's like viscous. Yeah. They have, I don't know something. Let's see. Or like sunny, sunny delight has brominated vegetable oil in it. Really? Mm -hmm. Let's see. It also has a ton of salt. I'm, I'm not afraid of salt at all. Yeah. I think salt is fine. Salt is nature's salt. <laughs> well, I don't have like high blood pressure. It's just because of high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. everybody makes such a big deal about it. And it's like. Is high blood pressure a scam? Like, does anyone. I, don't, I mean, it's like, I don't, I guess you don't want it, but I just don't think that it's like whenever people are like, oh, I'm going to eat this. They're like, you got to watch the salt. And it's like, if you don't have high blood pressure, you're not at risk of it. It's like, you don't need to watch the salt. Like you don't need to worry yeah. about every fucking thing you put in your body. Like you need salt. Okay. This, okay. what are you on their website? What website? V8. Oh no, I was not on V8's website. What, do, report like, back. what are the ingredients? Well, it's the original plant-based drink at V8. Our mission for 80 years has been simple. Make it easy for everyone to get tasty veggies. Our original red juices have two servings of vegetables in each glass. We make eight different varieties from the famous original to V8 spicy hot juice, which I fucking love it. 
the key ingredients are the tomato puree and the seven vegetables. The seven vegetables are carrots, celery, beets, parsley, lettuce, watercress, and spinach. And then the other ingredients are salt, potassium chloride, citric acid, natural flavors, ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C, and vitamin A. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's not really that bad for you. No, that's pretty good. I I think I sh- when John and I started dating, he had like V8 in his fridge. And I think I like shamed him for it. I think V8 is like actually pretty good. Yeah, I think, I mean, the salt, if you have high blood pressure, you have to, and it's probably not as good as having real vegetables, but if you're not having a lot of vegetables in your diet, it probably is pretty good. All right. Maybe I'll try some V8. They, they're sp- the spicy one is good. And it's obviously that. good if you mix it with vodka, which kind Yum. of defeats the purpose. Oh, that sounds so good. I know. Okay. Well, so you do your kin, your kith, your seedlip, your V8. Hell. And the thing, well, I, the, the thing I would buy is just um, turmeric, which I already did because I started mm-hmm. on my turmeric regimen. But I don't, okay, here's another question I have. Mm. I, I had always heard that turmeric is anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. but now they're saying that it, it's healthy. It is inflammatory, but healthy inflammatory. I hear you've completely lost me. I have no idea. It's, I don't know. So I it's don't like know. you get inflamed with like the good inflammation that like, un, that like takes over the bad inflammation. Yeah. I have no idea. Are There's two warring Im- inflammations in your body is anti-inflammatory. That means not inflammatory I'm well you want so antioxidants confused. you want anti oh maybe that's to what combat the the inflammation right that's and that's what i thought turmeric did was antioxidants i have no idea blueberries acai i believe yeah. okay well i don't know if i'm going to be more inflamed or less inflamed but i hope I'm you're having, less i'm having three giant pills of turmeric every morning with my breakfast because it's fat soluble. Good. So I have to eat. Well, it. oh shit. So will this shot do nothing that I did? Did you just have the shot? You didn't have it with any food? Um, I had a little coffee with some nut pods in it. I mean, also like it, the, if you have the turmeric with black pepper, apparently that's supposed to activate the cucumin as well. So I think oh, okay. your it's shot probably pepper. had the black pepper in it. It does. Coconut but that's why water. I think that's why people like the golden milk because it has fat with the turmeric. Yeah. So it's makes it work. Yeah. It makes it work. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, guys, I think this was a pretty comprehensive performance by both I mean, myself I can't and believe Agnes. this was a free one. This was like one of, this was a great this episode. Was extremely long. Oh yeah. It so, was um, so long. And it was also actually kind of bad. <laughs> it was a little rambling, but whatever. Um, yeah. Let me give a little shout out to our new patreon subscribers this week oh my god we have susan kat and jenna lee who signed up the best so much you're the best um there's i love all of these like white women names (laughs) every week it's like a parade of white women that are joining our patreon and i love it oh yeah well my name is agnes it's like the white womanist name on the planet um, well guys, so yeah, this was a free one next week to, to hear my review of the goop chicken thighs and possibly Aggie's review of either V8 or <laughs> a non-alcoholic liquor. 
<laughs> I mean, what could be more enticing than that? Just well, I just looked at the the Gaia one. It's not like V8 at all. It just is red. Oh, like, okay. oh, this looks like Bloody Mary mix, but it's like elderflower, ginger, lemony, yuzu, uzu, and rosemary to give it a bitter yet herbal taste. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to pick a good one and I'm going to try it. And okay. I think I'm going to mix it with ginger ale. Yeah. And you should go go to Wine and Eggs and you should also do a little review of Wine and Eggs because I I'll think it's like, it is such too. a goopy store. Yeah. I've got a few grand to burn. <laughs> Um, I want to get the kin drink that's for nighttime. This will be a part of my night. Oh, your sleep routine. I'll give a comprehensive review of my sleep routine if I do it. But yeah, I say visualize the Sonata, the capsule, because it has like the powder in it. And then visualize the powder actually going up to your brain and turning off all the synapses in your brain. And also buy um, foam earplugs, not the plastic ones, but the ones that actually work but then how do you not sleep through your alarm because they don't like you're still for me it's mostly just for my because my cat is so obnoxious in the morning um but i don't i don't i don't know i don't sleep through my alarm anyway i would like i just wake up so i don't know what to tell you i don't know know either we'll figure it out well all right guys okay we got to get out of here yeah jesus christ okay bye bye Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.